0: 20% angel, 80% devil.
1: Down to earth. Ain't afraid to get a little engine grease under her mm-hmm. fingernails. Everyone, welcome to this bonus episode of Exploit It, the show where we talk about exploitation films and exploitation adjacent films. I'm Alexis Chowski.
0: and I live my life a quarter mile at a time.
1: Ten seconds.
0: <laughs> That's right, ten second car. Uh, I'm Kevin
1: Bailey, and this week we're talking about Fast and Furious 2009, directed by Justin Lin.
0: To take me in, O'Connor? Oh no. She's my friend too. I'm going with you. I ain't coming back. This is
1: where my jurisdiction ends. And this is where mine begins. What's this stop someone from telling them you're a cop? It's the same thing that's keeping me
0: from telling them why you're really here.
1: has changed. You're right. confusing that it's just called fast and furious yes they took i out mean like the i thos. said i just
0: call i just call them four fast it's just, it's four fast for furious or fast for whatever the fuck you want to call it i don't know Same director is three though
1: yep same director is three i don't know why they took out the those and just said that some furious but you know what around this same time in fact this exact same year is when final destination four came out oh yeah yeah and they just called it the final destination I feel like
0: franchises start doing shit like that. I mean, the next movies are, what, Fast Five? I don't remember what the hell they're all called.
1: I think they're just... Oh, yeah, well, they the all eighth got weird.
0: One is, the eighth one is Fate and the Furious.
1: Yeah, there's there's like Fast Five and then Furious Seven.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They just start naming them weird. Anyway, this is Fast and Furious, which is the fourth on the franchise. Yeah,
1: but so, yeah, this movie, uh, we've done... If you want to know, the the previous episodes, Fast and the Furious was with episode 13, Too Fast, Too Furious was with episode 47 with Streets of Fire, and then Tokyo Drift was with, oh yeah, Supervan.
0: (laughs) Ah, so much better than Supervan.
1: Oh yeah, Tokyo Drift is the best movie in the world when you pair it with Supervan.
0: Yeah, if you watch Supervan, then you get to watch Tokyo Drift. It's like, man, this movie is fucking amazing. How did this not win every award
1: ever? Yeah. But So this movie starts with a semi-truck cruising around the Dominican Republic. And then we get Vin Diesel's return as Dominic Toretto. And he's got his crew. Yep. With his wife, Letty Ortiz. Yeah. By Michelle Rodriguez, previously seen in The Fast and the Furious. Right. He's got these others on his crew that are actually Puerto Rican rappers. Oh, okay. Like, played by Tego Calderon and Don Omar. I don't know enough about Puerto Rican rap. Yeah, I don't either.
0: The soundtrack's filled with Spanish language rap, and it's great.
1: Yeah. And we also have Han from Tokyo Drift.
0: It's important Uh, to point out that Tokyo Drift technically takes place after the fifth
1: movie? Somewhere. But we, we do realize it's not that he's come back from the dead... Because after this uh, this thing, you know, there's some dialogue where Han's like, I think I'm gonna, I hear there's good things going on in Japan.
0: Yeah, it's it, it's a little setup to tie in the movies together. But yes, Tokyo Drift is later chronologically than this movie. Yep, and so... Just to confuse things even more.
1: There are they're, they're crimes that they do here. Well, Letty gets up on the hood of their car and she's like, let's make some money! Because they rob oil tankers. Yeah,
0: I mean, if it... If you wonder to the point where Fast and the Furious went from like car racing to pure insanity, there's a scene here in a minute. And I'll bring I'll bring up the exact moment that the sh- the shark has jumped and we are now in full crazy territory.
1: Oh, I don't feel we've jumped the shark yet, <laughs> but I know the scene you're talking about. But yeah, so they uh they f- she gets on and she like freezes the uh what are those things called? The hip the, the, the hitches. Yeah, the hitches. Is- So they can hook those up to their trucks that are, like, going the other way, and drive off with the oil unnoticed. However, they they are noticed by this truck driver with his iguana.
0: Yeah, he's got a pet iguana.
1: (laughs) And um, so there's a bit of a shootout, and, you know, the whole thing is they gotta get all this off the truck before it gets to the downgrade.
0: Yeah, because the downgrade's pretty fucking
1: intense. It is! When we get to it, it's like, oh shit, yeah, no wonder! Because this tanker's just... Like, it's like oh, ten,
0: fucking like ten percent downgrade. It's like a, it's like going down Splash Mountain or some shit. It's a yeah, hell of a downgrade.
1: They go to this downgrade and uh, the trucker's like, "Whoa, fuck! I ain't gonna be able to stop," and he just jumps out with his iguana. Yeah, he and uh, he and iguana abandon ship. Letty and. Uh, Toretto, they get caught in between the tanker on fire and then like one tank that's bouncing on fire at them. He times it just so right to where he can drive right under the tanker as it's bouncing and goes and blows up.
0: Big explosion and welcome to the new Fast and Furious, bitches
1: unfortunately there's no scene in this movie that
0: rivals that no no but this is this is definitely like hinting at things to come it's like yeah. this is where we're going with the series now
1: fast and furious it, it's got a problem with premature ejaculation it shoots yeah. its wad before the credits It it is a good it is an exciting <laughs> a, a set piece scene though. oh it's a great set piece unfortunately nothing else in the movie ever matches it Cause we go right into that road race culture again with all the toxic men and the mostly naked ladies.
0: Still, to my understanding, still street this, how the street racing scene yeah. is to this day. I've not been interested in that culture for a very long time, but uh, my note
1: my there just says so exploitive.
0: Yeah, well, I mean that's that's our that's our show. So
1: there's naked ladies dancing on these oil tankers. Well, mostly naked. They're in bikinis. Yes and Hans like hey the police just raided you know the garages of ours you know we're we're they're closing in on us we should we had a good run yeah so Hans like i'm going to go to tokyo and then dom goes and he tells letty like hey i'm leaving now it's too safe to be it's it's not danger it's too dangerous around me so you you go your own way wife and i will le- go my own way
0: yeah he uh he thinks the heat's too much on him now. That they're gonna catch him. It's a matter of when. And he doesn't want her to get caught in the uh, in the proverbial
1: crossfire. And she's like, "No, no, no! Ride or die. We do this all the way." So after they uh they make out on the beach, they go back to their beach house, and we have the first of a million shots of Dom sitting around looking pensive. <laughs>
0: It is kind of the theme of this movie.
1: We get the classic Vin Diesel worried face. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is his trademark. Yep, happens several times in this movie. Yep, and so he he walks out on his own wife to save her from the police. Yeah, essentially. So then we learn that Brian O'Connor, our boy Paul Walker.
0: uh, indeterminate amount of time later yes um this is the one this is one of the things that
1: does bug me about this movie it's the time frames
0: yeah like it doesn't establish like you know two years later or some shit it's just like hey oh look it's fucking it's fucking brian o'connor yeah um and for some reason he's working with the feds again because he's a tool
1: Paul Walker, we, besides having you in the first two Fast movies, we also did Tammy and the T-Rex, which was episode 14, Varsity Blues, episode 15, and Joyride, episode 16. Yeah, we did
0: a whole Paul Walker month. So. Yeah, we did. This is there our boy, Paul Walker, Rip. Rest in peace, Paul.
1: Yep, and now he's a, he's an FBI agent again, um, chasing criminals across rooftops in downtown LA. I guess it's a pretty good chase scene.
0: Yeah, good one. It's a yeah, good solid, it's a good chase. Solid cop chase
1: scene. You know, um, guy pulls out a gun and he's blasting as he heads into an apartment, and he's like ready to to shoot Brian as he comes out, but Brian just goes through a different one and blasts him.
0: Beers his way through. I like that. I like that scene actually.
1: And smashes this guy into a car and goes, "Give me a name," and the name he gives is David Park. <laughs> one of a million in los angeles yeah they point out there's quite a lot of david parks
0: we have a lot of korean folk in uh in southern california might be hard to track this
1: person Incidentally, i went to high school with a david park who was not korean there you go yeah because they do when the, the, the fbi is back to talking about it they're like well this david park is a korean who scouts recruits to be meals for the barga cartel um, because that's the thing with all of these movies so far is that drag racing is how people sell drugs.
0: Well, at least since at least since fast, at least since the second one, yeah.
1: Oh yeah, because in the first one they were just stealing radios,
0: DVD players, or <laughs> some DVD shit.
1: players. Second one is like, oh, we got to stop the drug dealers with the uh, the we gotta racing.
0: Stop, <laughs> we got to stop Johns. I mean, whatever, Corone, car- so <laughs> whatever fuck, Victor Cabrone or something. It's whatever fucking is play,
1: and then uh, the third one. Well, they were they were selling drugs through drift racing, right? And then
0: I mean, it's the accusers. And they were selling all the things and just doing general crime things. But yes, drugs were also
1: involved. And this one is like, oh well, we're, this cartel is you know they hold drag racing competitions to get racers, just like in part two. Meanwhile, in Panama, Dom's just working on cars when he gets a call from his sister Mia. Played by Jordana Brewster, who's like, "Hey, your wife's dead. Your wife's been murdered. Letty's murdered." Right. So
0: obviously we have some indeterminate amount of time frame because he's somewhere else, but they don't establish where she is murdered. But obviously, because his sister knows, it's in you know L.A. somewhere. Well, last having... we saw, last we saw Letty, she was in the Dominican Republic. So when the fuck did all this happen?
1: Well, they're having her funeral in Los Angeles.
0: Right, so I, when I first, because this is the first time I've seen this movie, when I uh, when they first said, "Oh, Letty's dead," I'm like, "Oh shit, she's dead in the Dominican Republic somewhere." Nope, she apparently had made her way back to L.A. at some point. How yeah. long ago? Who the fuck knows?
1: It gets weird because um, I remember seeing her name on the posters for the sequel, so that's something we'll see someday. Uh,
0: yes, she uh, they they definitely um, go they, full soap opera in the future. They bring her back to life. Uh, I will just I'll I'll lightly spoil it and say amnesia is involved.
1: I know I read I read ahead, yeah, <laughs> and laughed my ass off
0: when it read that. They went they went full soap opera,
1: and I was like, oh no! I read ahead, and I'm like, I can't wait until we get to those. Those are all fucking ridiculous.
0: Oh, well, yeah, I mean it's just these movies get crazier and crazier from here on out, and just kind of gotta enjoy the ride. This is kind of like the awkward transition movie.
1: <laughs> this is like it's. It's still trying to be like the others, but it's it's right on the precipice.
0: You can see where they're going with this, though. You see what the pl- you can see the plans that have been laid for the future.
1: Yeah, when Justin Lin came into a board meeting one day for this movie, and he's like, "You know what? Here's my treatment for the other nine films. We're going to fucking space, son. You know, if Marvel can do it, we can do it we with can- Cars.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's pretty sure that's what happened."
1: We'll make the Fast and Furious verse.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're they're on ten, and the tenth one is a three parter, so you know.
1: Technically eleven, because there's that uh, Fast and Furious oh, yeah. Hobbs and Shaw.
0: Hobbs and Shaw, which we probably do at some point as well, because it's got Jason Statham
1: in it and The Rock, and why not? We'll, we'll do it as it falls into the chronology. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, so Brian and the FBI are there watching the funeral because they, they think that Dom's going to come up because he's still wanted by the FBI.
0: Yeah, uh, Brian's got this idiot, like, co-FBI worker. It's like, I thought Dom would show. It's like, you're a fucking idiot. Like, yeah. he's going to show up, like, just strut down the middle of the funeral like he's just right there in the crowd. <laughs> no way, yeah. fucking way is he doing that. But he is watching
1: from way, way back on some hill.
0: Right, he's around, but he's not going to be, like, in the crowd waiting for the FBI to show up yeah. and
1: arrest. They're like, we saw facial recognition, we saw him cross the border, why isn't he here?
0: Like, oh, he's here, he's yeah. just not where you can see him,
1: because he's yeah. not fucking stupid. Brian knows he's there, though. Right, yeah. So then we go to the Toretto house from the first movie, and was like, hey, I recognize that house. Yep. Yeah. And Dom shows up to talk to Mia, despite the fact that there's police outside waiting for him. His old 70 charger is still there in the garage, apparently cursed.
0: Yeah, apparently Letty would let them let him scrap it. Or er, yeah. So again, she's been back a while.
1: Yeah. And um, so they, he's like, I want to see the crash site. But before we go to that crash site scene, we get some FBI. You know, they're they're like, we got 72 hours to make progress on Braga before they shut us down. Brian's like, why? Well, because we've been after him for two years and every agent we've sent has died.
0: <laughs> Time to cut our losses.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, he says that he's moved more heroin across the border than Escobar did in 10 years.
0: And my thought is, you know, and instead of sending a bunch of FBI agents to die and spending hundreds of million dollars on this, how about we just, I don't know, legalize the drugs, set up a government program for people with help to help, you know, if they get addicted. Yeah. And guess guess what disappears overnight? Crime. Drug trafficking, because nobody's buying illicit drugs, or at least the market is so small, it's not worth the time.
1: Yeah, well, the only, um, and we haven't had a lot of ill effects legalizing weed. I mean, there have been some.
0: Yeah, of course. I mean, there's always going to be some, but that's, you know, you just set up the support structure to, to help people out. Instead of spending all that money you're spending on FBI investigation, trying to track this guy down? You set up like, you know, drug rehab facilities and places for people to get clean if they get too deep in their drug addiction?
1: That's one idea that I got from the movie Traffic that rings true is that they're like, you need to focus on the demand and not the supply.
0: I mean there's always gonna be somebody out there selling it, so you know Yeah, but if Might you... as well might as well have it be legal, tax yeah. it, regulate it. And, you know, God knows we do it with fucking cigarettes and alcohol throughout the country and marijuana in most places now. Mushrooms in a few states. Like, but I don't know. That's always been my opinion on, on vice laws. Like, I, I have issues with outlawing gambling and recreational drugs and prostitution and stuff like that. So,
1: so as we see the list of the dead agents, one of them is Letty Ortiz. Yes. And then um, that's when we get to Dom in his seventy. 1970s Chevy Chevelle, um, and they tell Brian that, like, oh, they spotted him. I'm gonna go bring him in. And Brian laughs, like, not in your car.
0: Yeah, no, he's like, you're
1: never going to fucking catch him. (laughs) Yeah. So Dom investigates the crash site, and he's very Riddick here. Yeah, he's just, like, Sherlock Holmes in this fucking crash scene. He he feels the skid marks and looks, and so he sees the whole thing. Like, we see this accident.
0: It's like, yeah, uh, you ever seen like, Sherlock, uh, the BBC series? Yeah, it's just <laughs> like, exactly like that. <laughs> reconstructing the whole fucking scene.
1: And so he, you know, we see this whole thing happen and he, you know, just... Car was chasing Letty, ran her off the road, and then went up and shot her.
0: I now I, I I make fun of it. I actually really like the way this scene is shot. It's just kind of ridiculous that Toretto's able to do this.
1: Yeah, we get just from skid marks, but he does find a clue. But yes. like burn marks on the ground that the are only caused by nitro nitrometh, which
0: they're... I don't even know what exactly that is, but it's some sort of and probably version of Nos that's like particularly volatile. I don't.
1: I looked it up. It's a top it- fuel, um, and it requires way less oxygen to burn. Okay. So, like one kilogram of gasoline requires fourteen point seven kilograms of air, but one kilogram of nitro meth requires one point seven kilograms of air. So you can use less ac- oxygen to burn a whole, whole, whole lot more fuel for more power.
0: Okay, so it's probably used for like drag racer, drag race cars. Or yeah, like that. Absolutely,
1: but Dom's like, there's only one guy in L.A. that sells nitrometh. And I'm like, really? Because he'd been gone for, like, what, eight years?
0: <laughs> yeah, he's, he has connections. He's just kept
1: his connections intact over <laughs> over a decade. There might be 20 guys that sell it now. You don't know. <laughs> Maybe that guy had apprentices. You know, Mia tells him, there's nothing you can do to bring her back, Dom, and we get the, the pensive Vin Diesel face.
0: And uh, we transition to yet another murder-revenge movie. <laughs> yep. One of a billion that we've covered on this show. So, um...
1: Yeah, um, I put about here about uh, a lot of Rocky Four because it's a lot of uh, Vin Diesel driving around in his car thinking about the past.
0: <laughs> it is the Rocky Four of Carvu. Yeah, <laughs> uh, gotta get vengeance.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna get vengeance and stop all the drug war.
0: <laughs> yeah, and given the homoeroticism of like Rocky Three, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like even like I gotta get revenge for my lover.
1: So Dom, he, he he drives around looking pensive, and he finds the uh the mechanic that sells nitrometh, who's like, "I but uh, I gave it to a uh, David Park and a Green Ford Torino."
0: Yeah, this idiot decides to like tell Dom to go fuck himself. I'm like, you have a really pissed off guy who's got muscles that have muscles of their own. Yeah, and you're gonna fuck with this guy.
1: Brilliant. <laughs> um. And Brian meets up with Mia so they could talk about, like, they had a relationship, which they kind of did in the first movie. They fucked, but then he betrayed them all.
0: Cut, yeah, but also then he let Dom go.
1: Yeah, and they say that they broke up five breaking. years ago.
0: Okay, so that we've established how long it's been since the first movie, but we have not established how long it's been since Letty came back.
1: And um, she's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry that you had to come into my home and pretend you love me, and so sorry you had to come rip my family apart. That was so hard for you, wasn't it, Brian?"
0: Uh, okay. Well, actually, we do have a general time frame now. That I think because they've been trying to get uh, Braga for two years. Yeah. So it's sometime in the last two years, he- Letty.
1: <laughs> sometime in the last two years. Yeah, the, the timeline's weird. I was going with eight years based off when the first movie came out and when this movie came out. But apparently it was five. Apparently it's five. Um, Because Tokyo Drift apparently takes place in the future. Yes. Dom and Brian both happen to show up at the same time to interrogate David Park. And Dom had just... He tosses David Park out the window just holding him by his like, fucking ankle. As they have yeah, this, he- this heart-to-heart with each other.
0: Yeah, that's because... Dom gives no shits. Like, he's just out there. For, he's out for revenge. He has nothing to lose, you know. He's got the, the classic nothing to lose revenge
1: mentality. Yeah, and so Brian's like, well, let, I'm going to. Letty was my friend, too. I want to do this the right way and go and arrest Braga. And Dom's like, I'm going to kill Braga and whoever gets in my way. And he gives the really worried look again. Yeah, the
0: thousand yard stare, the PTSD.
1: Yeah, and he just fucking drops David Park. That's the last we see of him.
0: Well, no, uh, Brian gets him, catches him. I think he gets, like, tangled up in something. Oh, and they bring yeah. him in, because they do bring him into the Yeah, and
1: that's honest. how they, they learned that uh, Borga's number two, Borga's right- Braga, Braga's right-hand man, Roma, Ramon Campos, yep. is holding a street race tomorrow night in Koreatown to fill a slot on his team. So they're like, O'Connor, oh, you're up. And so he looks through all the imports the city has. And they're like which one do you want and he goes I want all the cars.
0: <laughs> Much like real life uh <laughs> Paul Walker.
1: Yeah, Paul Walker. <laughs> he wasn't acting when he said I want all the cars.
0: Yeah, that was improv. He's just like I'll take them all. It's like yeah. that wasn't your line. It's like oh I was just looking at the cars and I was just going to take yeah. them all.
1: You're paying me enough. I'm just going to take them all anyway. So they're like oh remember We've got to fix tracking devices in your car like we do in all these. Yeah. And we get Dom fixing up his Chevelle. And then right into that exploitive street racing culture again. It is. And there's this, like, really flamboyant blonde racer named Dwight that's got these women. And he's like, hey, it's me, Papa Dwight. You know who this guy is?
0: No, he's very familiar looking, though.
1: Well, he should be familiar sounding because he mostly does voice work. Um, he's Was the it? voice of Beast Boy in Teen Titans and Teen Titans Go. That's hilarious. He voiced like all of the characters in Ben 10. And apparently, a very
0: different role for him.
1: Yeah, and apparently he's the voice of a barking dog in the 2015 movie Unfriended, the horror oh. film on Skype. Oh, God. <laughs> apparently a dog barks in the background and it's actually just this fucking guy. Ah, it's the, uh, the old... It's um, so the Frank Welker... The, uh, Frank Welker, Alan Tudyk. <laughs> yeah. So Brian's there with a Nissan Skyline, Donald's got a Chevelle. And there's other racers. Incidental. Um, I went with the names they gave each other in my notes, because there's Chia Pet and Ghetto Smurf. That's what they call them. Oh, yeah. Ghetto Smurf ha- Smurf has very Chris Tucker vibes to him. <laughs> yeah, he does. And Ramon's the one recruiting all these drivers, and so he's like, ah, the winner is going to have a job. And they're like, who's closing the streets? No one! That's the point! Here, download this GPS! And we have this this thing! This GPS thing! That bugged the fuck out of me. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it was very odd. That we get this GPS that's like overlaying the whole race, and there's animated sexy girls on the GPS screen right next to the map. Braga going all in on the uh, weird GPS. And, um, as they're racing because they don't always stick to the route, so we hear rerouting, rerouting, rerouting quite often,
0: much like when I'm actually driving,
1: and um, the car action here is actually pretty badass, you know, lots of crashes and wild turns yeah the the race is pretty good, yeah, there's the part where uh Brian has to drive off this elevated road, and he's like, "Sorry, car, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Again, I don't think.
0: I think that was not uh, actually in the script. Pretty yeah. sure that was just Paul Walker apologizing
1: to the actual car. And a uh, ghetto Smurf is playing bumper cars, but Dom tricks him into crashing, and it's like a big fucking crash. This dude rolls half a mile. Car flies off of an overpass, keeps crashing and rolling around him like that motherfucker's dead.
0: Super dead.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it just gets down to like Dom and Brian, and they both hit the nos, but Dom uses it. it. Yeah, it's a re- it's a flip from the first movie. Yeah, because uh, Dom hits it early, and Brian's like, "Aha, too early!" And right as he's zooming past Dom, he taps Brian just to make him spin out, and so he it, wins the race. Dom, uh, Dom has a little trick up his sleeve. Yeah, and um the, the the GPS is playing things, it's got the dancing ladies again going, You've reached your destination And so you know that that one blonde racer Dwight comes out to, to, to remind Brian that muscle beats import every time <laughs> Um we get more of Dwight, you know, as he's we, we follow him and these girls back to his apartment where he starts sucking on their feet. He's got a thing for toes. Yeah. And then Brian busts in you know, plants meth on the guy. And he's like, you're going to jail for meth. Other FBI agents like this isn't going to stick. He's like, it's not supposed to. They're yeah, just-, yeah, just there to fuck with him and embarrass him. Yeah. It's just to knock him out so he could take his place in the, in the crew. Right. And so they're, they're both welcomed to the bar. Dom, of course has his Corona's. <laughs> Dom loves Corona. And uh, Ramon's like, do you two know each other? Dom's like, yeah, he used to date my sister. And um, Braga's like ah to the ladies we love and to the ladies we've lost, which Dom doesn't like. We get that really hardcore, pensive look this time.
0: Yeah. Oh, uh, we don't know this guy's Braga yet. This is Campos technically, but yes, oh, he's Braga. That's yeah. the big twist.
1: That's the big twist. I accidentally typed Braga there. Um, he's played by John Ortiz. He will reprise this role in Fast Six. Yes, because spoilers, they don't kill him in this movie. Yeah, but they. Yeah, I guess they don't. He doesn't do they much. Probably should have. He comes. Well, by, he's. He's tied up in five. He's also in Kong okay. Skull Island.
0: You know, I, I feel like I've seen him in stuff before. Yeah. But, um, and I like him in this movie, but I like looking through his filmography, I'm like, I'm not that familiar with his work. Like, I saw Miami Vice. I saw Alien vs. Predator Requiem. I don't really remember <laughs> so any of that.
1: Brian goes snooping around, and he sees Ramon having a drink with an old man. Braga, maybe? Yes, <laughs> Uh, Dom goes snooping around, and he finds the green Torino, and this, this liaison for the racers, uh, you know, well, Ramon's Wonder Woman. liaison, yeah, Wonder Woman, Gal Gadot, comes out as Giselle, yeah. Yes. who apparently is in a lot of these movies. Yep, she's kind of part of the crew. In fact, I think she ends up dating Han at some point. Yeah, and so, she, you know, she comes out, you know, and he's like... Oh, this this green torino belongs to Phoenix Calderon. he will see him tomorrow at the meetup. And she's she's thirsty for Dom, and he she's like, "What kind of woman do you like?" And he's like, and he gives his a description of Letty. Yeah, he's like twenty percent angel, eighty percent devil. Ain't afraid to get a little inch and in grease under her nails. And she's like, "Well, that doesn't sound anything like me." And he's like, "Because it's not." But I'm still Gal Gadot, so you know. Yeah. So we get the rendezvous. And Brian's racing to kill his tracker, which is just randomly beeping. Drops it in a can of NOS, the beverage. <laughs>
0: yes, he's drinking NOS,
1: the drink. Well, there's also a lot of signs for NOS throughout this whole movie. They paid a lot to, to to be featured in this. Yeah. And so they load all of the cars onto a furniture semi-truck, because this is how they're transporting them to Mexico to get loaded up. And because Brian, sm- you know, drowned the tracker, there's no overhead or anything. They're, they're not being followed by the FBI.
0: Right, because he had to, otherwise he was about to
1: get caught. (laughs) So they load the cars up with heroin. Giselle's like, okay, there's heat-seeking cameras and everything all along the border, but there's blind spots that I'm going to guide you through. And they're like, I thought Phoenix was going to be here. Oh, Phoenix will meet you out there. Because Dom doesn't give a shit about the heroin or stopping it. He wants to kill Phoenix. Now that he knows Phoenix is the one that killed Letty, that's all he wants to do. Yeah, he doesn't care about anything else. I mean, he's all about the vengeance. That's the only thing he gives a shit about. So all four of these cars are racing through the desert, and get this, pitch black. That's right. <laughs> like, no headlights. It's impossible to see anything in this scene, because it's black cars racing against a black knight. So Which is we,
0: probably what you'd actually have to
1: do. Yeah, you'd have to do this to, to avoid detection, and Giselle's telling them, like, oh, stay close to Phoenix, because he shows up to lead them. And guides them through this tunnel, um, racing, you know, because the Border Patrol's like, We might have heard a car! Get a <laughs> get a helicopter up there! And so they uh, they barely make it through all of this.
0: It's good to see that the uh, Border patrol, just as
1: wasteful and uh, incompetent as the real-life Border Patrol. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, they make it across, and Phoenix is like, Yeah, it was sloppy, very sloppy. Uh, meanwhile... Dom decides to release all of his nitro and get out of the car, and then he leave just the, goes leaving the cigarette lighter on. Yeah, leaving the cigarette lighter on. He goes right up to Phoenix, telling him that only pussies run nitro meth. You d- destroyed a 70 Plymouth. Her name was Letty. You you murdered my wife. Yeah, no, no subtlety here. He is here to kill Phoenix. Yeah, And he starts beating the hell out of him. The cigarette lighter ignites the nitro. All of the cars blow up. I think it's important to point out that
0: Phoenix was planning on killing all of the drivers oh yeah because that's what because that, that's what they do they hire these drivers you know the drivers are a dime a dozen they have them bring in a shipment
1: and then murder all of them rinse and repeat yep so the FBI um suspects that Brian is working with Dom and they're like you want we want you to bring in Dom and Braga and th- at this point also Dom and Brian have um, somehow, in all of this chaos, made off with millions of dollars. Yeah, they ended up in the back of this truck.
0: Probably the truck that they loaded in, the heroin first. And then while all the chaos was going on, Brian, like, absconded with the truck, and she got
1: Dom to hop in. And so they, uh, they hide it in the police impound yard.
0: Yeah, they're not going to look for it here. I'm like, that's probably true.
1: So they head over to the Toretto house to hide out, and Mia's given... Some medical attention to them. And um, Mia and Brian are kind of starting to hit it off again. Right, because it
0: turns out they actually liked each other, in spite of the fact that Brian was undercover.
1: they're, They're like, why did you let Dom go in the very first Fast and Furious movie? And he's like, because I realized I respected him more than I did myself. Meanwhile, Dom finds an evidence evidence envelope with a phone. And the last number called from that was Brian. So he realizes that the last person Letty talked to was, was Brian. And so- Yeah,
0: Dom's, Dom's not happy about this.
1: So he goes out to beat up Brian, but Mia's like, no, no, she did this for you, Dom. You know, that Letty had come to like, if they can bring down Braga, they'll they'll clear his name. So she was doing this for him. And so Brian sets up an agreement with the FBI that, like, we will set up this shipment to get Braga out, but you know, we're not going to do it until you clear Toretto's name. So they set up this this meeting, and Phoenix is still alive, by the way. Yeah, they
0: had to because they had to get out of Dodge. Oh yeah, Tom got, um, got shot in the shoulder. Yeah, but he's and, he's fine now. And that's because Mia sewed him up. The bullet apparently didn't
1: stick in. He's and she not enjoyed like a it. Wolverine. No, well, I mean, it. it is Vin Diesel, so you never know, but... And so, Ramon's like, okay, I brought Braga to see you, and the old man gets out. Meanwhile, the FBI is like, we got fingerprint confirmation on Braga, you know? And while they're waiting for the confirmation that they're like, go arrest this old man. But Brian and Dom figure out that this, this fucking dude in the, the suit and the pink tie didn't grow up slinging dope on the streets. Right, but... That
0: idiot partner, co-worker, whatever, fucking, Brian's like, we're just gonna go in and do it, we're not gonna wait for confirmation.
1: And then the, the, his, FBI agent does get the confirmation and learns that Ramon is Braga, this guy is a, the decoy, and big shootout, uh, Toretto escapes, Braga escapes, Brian's like taken off of active duty now. Right,
0: you know, typical, you're off the force sort of shit.
1: We get some shots of Vin Diesel looking all pensive, giving that worried look again as he stands by Letty's grave. So Brian goes up to Dom working on the charger, and he's like, "I'm going with you." And he's like, "I don't plan on bringing anyone back." Fair enough. So Brian right. t- takes a moment the, to go ahead. Uh,
0: Brian has Brian's boss is like, "You ever had like the worst job ever?" Is like being on the ground with your 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 employees in this case. So his his subordinates. And trying to be one of, you know, trying to be close to them and make sure that they have a tight knit bond, but then have to deal with the bullshit politics upstairs. So he's got to like draw this like line between fucking. Yeah. And it's like, that's, that's the worst place to be in that like middle management position where you have to deal with the corporate bullshit, but you also have to try to like, you know, be down there in the trenches. So, And it? so his boss is, yeah, exactly. That's uh, his boss is obviously, like, he wants to bring Braga in. But he mentions, hey, we don't have jurisdiction in Mexico. It's like, that's right.
1: Yeah. Um, so Brian does take a moment to fuck me in the kitchen. Yeah. I and mean, while they're not? doing that, Dom's in the garage, working on his car. Yo, know,
0: family. That's
1: right. Looking all pensive as they drive off to Mexico. Uh, Giselle meets them and is like, this will help you get to Braga. I don't remember what it is. Key to
0: the church? I don't even know.
1: I don't know. She gives them something. It's like, this is where, you know, and so Braga and company are hiding out in a church and they pay the priest, I guess, an indulgence?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, you it, know, it's interesting you watch these, like, mob movies. There's always this, like, weird Catholicism to it, like uh, Road to Perdition, where they're, like, super religious, Catholic, Irish, but they know they're, it's like, we're going
1: to hell. <laughs> They, they hand the, the priest a, a suitcase full of money, and they're like, to help us get into heaven. Yeah, it's like, well, I mean, they did that historically. Indulgences were, in fact, a thing. Yeah, and priest is like, okay, church is yours. So Braga starts praying, but then Dom and Brian show up, and um, so Dom has a change of heart. He's like, you know, Braga, you're going back across the border, but I'm gonna fucking murder Phoenix. It's like, apparently Dom's ready to make a compromise. <laughs> And of course Brock is like, You'll never get me across the border. We have a wild car chase. You know, and they're racing across Mexico. Phoenix is meanwhile at a cockfight.
0: Yep. And is pissed off that he gets summoned to try to save his boss.
1: Yeah. So they Phoenix and the cartel boys come
0: out. And it looks like Resident Evil Four where all the town is just like suddenly rioting against them, trying to kill them.
1: Yeah. And so uh, they used the same tunnel from before to get back to the States. Only now it's daytime. And I have a note here that says, Dom is just blasting away motherfuckers in this desert race. Yeah. Oh, he's got a shotgun and he's just shooting their tires. Yeah. It looks like Fury
0: Road for a minute. Yeah. I feel like there should be a dude blindfolded playing a flaming
1: guitar and some drums. So they're all smashing their way through these tunnels. Somehow Braga makes it out with Brian. Like they crash out, and that uh, the Phoenix crashes out too, and goes up, and he's like going to shoot them. But that's when Dom drives out and just fucking murders Phoenix. And Brian yeah, runs out and holds Phoenix still. So Dom, yeah, I love this. Dom can yeah, I ride I up it. and just fucking crush him.
0: Just grabs Phoenix's leg so he can't get away, and just plows right into him, and
1: nothing of value is lost. And so, uh, now we get Dom before the judge. You know. You know, they've had his trial, I guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, Dom decides not to. Flee. Not to run, yeah. I
1: ain't running anymore. And so he's before the judge, and he's like, hey, you know, you did good helping them, but one wrong does not make up for a. One right does not make up for a lifetime of wrongs. So I'm giving you the maximum sentence 25 years to life in Lompoc. No early parole. Fuck off, Dom. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> pretty, yeah, pretty harsh.
1: So, Dom's headed off to prison, but then, you know, Brian comes up with the cars and he's got a crew and that they're going to bust Dom out, and that's where the movie ends. Yeah, and the next one begins, but that's not for this week. Yep, that is for sometime in the
0: future. I don't even know. Because Fast Five does, in fact, start right there. It's a
1: direct continuation of this movie. Yeah, I don't think we get back to that one until, like, January. Let me double check. Yeah, January 1st is when we're recording Fast Five. Happy New Year, (laughs) if
0: you're only here for the Fast and the Furious.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Which I hope you're not.
0: (laughs) Please listen to other stuff. It's fun.
1: Yeah. So where do you put this on the coffee scale? I
0: think this is a fun movie. It's kind of in that awkward, like, I always use, uh, what is it, Batman Forever, right? Is that what it is? The one with... um, Kilmer? Yeah, Val Kilmer and uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Jim Carrey. Yeah. Where it's kind of in this awkward spot of trying to be the kind of like melodrama that the first movie was, but also as indicated by the first scene in the movie that we
1: go into space soon, boys. Yeah. I put this like the coffee that's um that we would serve like right at the end of graveyard shift at IHOP. So it's not quite morning coffee yet. We're just trying to get rid of all that old burnt overnight coffee that's why it's all free we just got to get rid of that so it's not waste you know you want to wait an ou- another hour you could get the fresh morning coffee
0: that's kind of an interesting description yeah because this is this is the this is the turning point in the franchise and I would argue that the success of the franchise comes from fast five onwards and it's kind of insanity that it just embraces
1: yeah because this and this is kind of the, this is the pivot point. This feels like a less fun version of 2. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I get... I think,
0: and, and that's, it's an interesting point, because it shows... Well, it's just the difference between Tyrese's character, um, Roman, and and, and, and and Toretto. Yeah. Toretto is a more brooding figure, uh, with a lot of like baggage, and Roman is just kind of a goofball. Now, with a lot of baggage <laughs> with a lot of baggage. Roman shows up again in the sequels as well. The whole the whole crew. Well, oh yeah. I think, even, I think in Fast Five, I think we get the whole crew. Yeah. I think everybody unites in Fast Five, which again, yeah, this just makes that this this is the pivot point, point. and it all becomes family. It all becomes everyone becomes family. So yeah, I, that's an interesting an- analogy on a on a base level. I actually really enjoyed this movie, even with it kind of being not sure exactly where it wants to go. There are definitely some really fun set pieces in it. That beginning is awesome. Yeah, the beginning is incredible. And, like I said, you get just get more and more of that as the series goes on. That's where the series is headed, even though we won't get that, that till January. But, yes. Um, it's fun, but I like your analogy, because it's just like, if you just wait a little bit longer, you get you get the good stuff.
1: Yeah, like you just wait one hour, we'll bring out the morning coffee.
0: We'll bring out the fast five morning coffee. Um,
1: but yeah, that's Fast and the Furious. Any final thoughts?
0: I mean, I like the Fast and the Furious. I like they all have something charming, so they're fun movies in their own right. And uh, this one, probably the—I mean, uh, fair to say it's the worst of the four, but that we've done so far. But um, still fun.
1: So next week we're doing kung fu. We're going to do the movie Dirty Ho. That sounds like a different kind of movie yeah, than that we would cover. That sounds like a black exploitation film, but uh, it's not. It's not. It's a, it's a Shaw Brothers kung fu film. So a very tongue-in-cheek title. Yes, and paired up with another kung fu classic. So One of we, my favorites. Yep. We will catch you all then. Have a good week, everybody. Enjoy it.